Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this week, on this episode, we're sitting down with Tamiko Holmes, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And DS Ninja is in the house. Dad, we're in a special place this week. We're in a special place today. <laughs> we are at Malone University with Mr. Tamiko Holmes. <laughs> yeah, your, sound, your sound bite sound a lot better than the button. They so, wouldn't have known unless you said something. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tamika, you know, I always hate doing this. You know how, like, you get on a podcast, you watch a podcast, and it's yeah. obvious that they, like, met and talked already. Right, right, like, right. Oh, right. how you doing? What's yeah. up? Like, they be shaking hands. Like, we've been here for an hour already. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so um, Tamiko is a resident director here at Malone University. Um yeah, resident director and the FCA director here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, board FCA. Yeah. Fellowship of, Fellowship of Christian Apps. There you go. Yeah. Uh, board member for Mentor Stark Organization. Um, he's active at the Third Street Community Church. Is that here in, in Kent? Here in Kent, man, on the southeast end of the city. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then a behavioral management specialist at the Village Network. Yeah, yeah. Um, also active in the Canton City Schools as a substitute teacher. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna do it. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. <laughs> I, I, I've got one thing to say. It's, it's it's wholeness, bro. You said Holmes. It's wholeness. For real? Yeah, it's wholeness. Yeah, that's my last name. It's wholeness. What? I don't know what you were spelling, bro. I don't know what you were spelling. <laughs> <laughs> sure, and see, wholeness. when stuff like that happens, we go onomatopoeia. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, this whole time I thought it was Holmes. Nah, it's Tamiko Wholeness. Wait, spell it for me. H O L N E S S. Wholeness. I swear. Yeah, it's wholeness. I don't know where I got the M from. Hey, you know what? It's it's common because people mess it up all the time, bro. It's, it's so it's cool. Like, For real? Yeah, okay. dude, all the time. Dang, that's crazy. I feel bad now. This oh. whole time, I'm like, oh, Daddy, me and this dude named Tamiko Holmes. <laughs> like, no, that's not even his name. Bro, ain't like my people butchering my name my whole life. I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, so before we hop into this, Dad, how was your week? What Hall of Fame? What award did you win? What did you blah, 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 you know? Nothing. I'm I'm going, I'm going to uh, an event, but the week's been good, you know. Okay. Um, I may have a a location to do um, training, um, like the martial arts stuff. Ooh, that got real loud. Yeah, conditional. You know, one on one group. You know, uh, mm-hmm. elite sparring training for competition. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm contemplating. To doing it, mm. uh, Tamika. How was yours? How was your week so far? Been having a good week, man. Um, mm-hmm. Really active, uh, getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like my lists. I like checking them off, man. So everything is getting checked off. Mm. Are you like a physical lift list person, or are you like mentally like, oh, I got this, that, and the third to do? It's a mental list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing nothing down. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got you. I always say, I always say, I'm gonna put like put it on paper. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. paper never come up. Yeah, man. <laughs> it just feel good when you like, oh yeah, I did this, this, and this today. Yeah, yep, it mm-hmm. just feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my week, 
Okay. Right. That we wait, can't. Wait, we wait. don't have a great couch. So I can't lay down <laughs> and, and about. You lay on the my, my issues. <laughs> um, but uh, I think my week has been good. This has been definitely. Uh, I feel like a growth week. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I was telling Ayla. I was like, you know, I don't know what's going on. I like God is doing something right now because everything. Like last week when we recorded, I felt like everything wrong was happening, and yeah. we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> this week, I feel like it's the opposite. Everything that you know been you know laying down the groundwork and try to get going i feel like god is starting to push it and so um we're growing in the uh in the training center um thinking about moving to another place i actually got offered two places one place for free like someone's like oh if you willing to put the investment and fix things up you can have it oh wow yeah so I'm like it's always the legwork though. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, come with the legwork. It's gonna be a lot of work too. It's gonna yeah. be a lot of work. But um, so in other words, he's setting up. He needs donations, <laughs> sponsors. Yeah, you know, you know, investors. You know what bank I'm going to? The Daryl Sullen Senior Foundation. <laughs> hey, you can come, <laughs> but, uh, but, but you, you might leave the same way you came. <laughs> yeah. uh, Y'all funny man. Uh, so, but the reason why I bring all this up is because. I feel like in the role that I'm in, you know, we go through all these different things and we don't know, like, the direction that God's taking us. Like, yeah. um, <clears throat> I was reading in the book of John and uh, Jesus has said, um, you may not understand, like, what's going on now, but you will later. It's yeah. basically just uh, be patient. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why I was I was so intrigued about getting you on, because when we first met, um First of all, you don't see a lot of guys like our age active in ministry and doing Facts. different things. Facts. And so I definitely wanted to sit down and get your story, especially like where you came from, how you got into the faith. And then yeah. two, why do you the the blueprint of God helping you and developing your life and what you think sure. that has has on, on for you? All right. Uh, yeah. Um, let's just start slow, man. Uh, mm-hmm. So my faith journey started. Looking back when I was around like nine years old, mm-hmm. um, I didn't grow up in a in a Christian household, but like I had like great parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it just wasn't faith based. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually Jamaican, bro. So, mm-hmm. uh, so like a lot of like Rastafarian roots. Um, mm-hmm. Some of that culture is is what I'm growing up in. Uh, like we like we real Jamaican in my house. You know what I'm saying? I, like I'm born here, mm-hmm. my family been here uh, before I was born, but like we real Jamaican in my house. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> so that's you know that's like you know that tells you a little bit about my household. But what what kind of actually triggered it because we didn't like go to church um, until something significant happened to my family. Man, what happened was like we got robbed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up in Youngstown, mm-hmm. in the city of Youngstown, mm-hmm. on the south side. Man, my three three year old people. <laughs> What's up? Um, but in that event of us getting robbed, man, like, uh, like we, we could have died. Like, you know, like, my dad got shot that day. Mm. Um, it was just, like, really tragic for the family. And so after that moment, like, we started, like, going to church. Mm-hmm. And we didn't start going, like, every week. We started going, like, maybe, like, once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always went to uh, these, these Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. And so... Common Baptist, you know, pulpit speaking. They talk about hell a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm, like, 9, 10, 11 years old listening to, like, sermons about hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even had a neighbor across the street, coincidentally, like, she started up Bible studies at her house on Thursdays. Um, after this event happened, like, 
And so we would go to her house on Thursdays. And she would talk about the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't imagine. I'm a little dude. And I'm like, bro, I, I actually could have died. Yeah. Like, I'm like asking myself, like, dang, I could have went to hell. Like, this mm-hmm. is a real place. Yeah. Like, I'm freaking out, like, on the inside. I'm not really showing that. But I'm right. like, thinking hard about it. Um, I was always, like, a hard thinker. Yeah. So I would go, I would go to my um, mom's room because her, her door was the only door in the house that I could lock. You know what I'm saying? Black household. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to lock my door and I'm going to pray. Like, and I would do this for months. I would be like, Lord, like, I'm a sinner. I acknowledge it. Like, please save me from hell. Like, come in tomorrow. I would pray this prayer like every week, sometimes daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would always go to my, my mom's room and lock the door and say it. And um, I don't know, like, what happened, like, at, at what point, timeline wise. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking back, like, I, I started to read my Bible mm-hmm. around when I was 12. I started to read my Bible, like, every day. Like, I would read a chapter a day. And, like, no one in my house was doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing it so often, like, a lot of my habits just started to change. And you're thinking, like, what kind of habits could you have developed you 12 years old? Like, I'm, I'm already exposed to a lot of things. I grew up the youngest sibling out of, like, six of us. So, mm-hmm. you know, I got a sister that's eight years older than me. So she's doing things. And I... She's bringing me. She's letting me witness them. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm, I'm exposed to a lot of things at a young age. But I started to opt out of those things. I started to be like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, no, nah, I don't want to watch that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's cool. And uh, my siblings would make fun of me. Like, why you want to be a goody two-shoes all the time? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and I just, I just kept going. Even my friends in school would be like, bro, like, why are you not trying to uh, – like, getting fights no more. Why are you not? Like, you don't even cuss no more. Like, yeah. what's, what's going on? And I was like, bro, I have no idea. Like, I didn't yeah. have any explanation. I wasn't, um, what quote, unquote, brought up. Like, no yeah. one was discipling me. Um, I didn't, like, tell any church leaders, like, yo, I think I may have. Cause I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, was just, I just knew to pray that prayer. Mm-hmm. All I knew. And I just started reading my Bible, like, all the time. Mm. Um, to the point where my family was like, like, what's. What's actually happening here? Like, what did my parents will question, my siblings will question me. Like, why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. people don't do this. I'm like, really? Like, I thought the people at church do this. They don't read their Bibles. They're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> they like, them people just show up on Sundays and, and, and take your money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been exposed to things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, where, you know, pastors aren't honest. Um, you know, mm-hmm. people in the church aren't honest people. So that's what we've seen. Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, then they must all be, you know, lying. Yeah. So um, when I'm doing these things, my family's like, this is strange. But they don't, like, discourage me. Mm-hmm. They're just not encouraging me. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But for some odd reason, man, like, I, just, I didn't need the encouragement. I, I still kept mm-hmm. going. So why do you think God chose you in that aspect? Because I think about, like, you know, I grew up in a church. I'm kind of like the opposite. I've always yeah. been around church and stuff like that. So I've seen, like, even with myself, there's points where, you know, I was in it, and then I wasn't so much in it. So what, why do you think you have so much of fire, so much of a, a, a determination to understand God's word and, that's, and fulfill his will? Honestly, man, I think it all, like, <laughs> comes from my dad for, like, my dad has a nickname. People call him Wisehead. Mm-hmm. Um and it's because, like, he, he, like, as an adult now, like, just, like, I me and my dad's relationship is so, like, healthy now. 
Like he really is a wise guy. Like he's mm-hmm. like very he's full of wisdom. <laughs> like I remember like growing up, like he would always ask us really hard questions. Like it's just about life in general. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. Like he would even have us like question things. That's why the I that's why I know the Jesus thing for him was strange to him. Like mm-hmm. why is my son, you know, doing this? Like mm-hmm. what's uh like what is he not seeing or what is he what is he seeing that I'm not seeing? Mm-hmm. Um and so like that was like instilled in me. So I always had this like curiosity and like this like urgency for like truth. Mm-hmm. I was always kind of like <clears throat> seeking that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I, I think it's from him cause it, it didn't, it didn't stop. Uh, you know, when I first started my faith journey, it didn't, it didn't stop. It kept going. Mm. Um, it was just running, bro. Like it was, that's how I'm wired. I think. So <clears throat> you're here at Malone, right? Yeah. 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 Um, can we say that? Are we allowed to say. We can say. We can say that. We here, man. We allowed to be here. We're, we're allowed to be here. We like we be on a podcast sometimes talking about different things and name drop things that we not supposed to be name dropping. Right. <laughs> so, right. um, so you're here on campus and you're yep. the director of FCA. Yep. Um, have you seen like the urgency, like how from the students, like how you've had when you was 12 years old, open up the Bible, or do you feel like it's a little bit more work that you as Tamiko have to do to? to encourage these students to you know what man that's a great question you know i almost got to go case by case oh yeah every dude there's this, different dude there's such a variety of people on this campus mm-hmm. the variety is is i think is beautiful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's how I see, that's how i see heaven like you know what i'm saying people from different walks mm-hmm. all coming together just for jesus right and so even even with their upbringing let's just say you know uh, a group of kids or pastors kids let's just say that for example mm-hmm. each of those individuals like see it differently yeah you know like you got you got kids who are like very outgoing very involved you know those are those pastor kids there's some pastor kids who are like very shy very soft-spoken mm-hmm. you know not really that bold in their faith mm-hmm. and then you got some pastor kids who are like completely advocating out of you know what i'm saying like what they grew up in mm-hmm. um just trying to like discover their own truth so you got a wide variety, but I think they're all like on a journey to Jesus, mm-hmm. um, for the most part, at least. Mm. Yeah. You think um, by you taking your path the way you going, where you started, and where you are now, has it influenced anyone in your family to come into faith yeah, or yeah, people yeah, yeah. from here? Yeah, uh, a great question. Honestly, uh, it influenced my my siblings uh, first. Um, Cause I had like a really big like Jesus moment one time, and like I had like a dream that I met Jesus, and like after that point in my life, I kind of got like serious mm-hmm. about my faith. Um, and I still had ups and downs, you know, what I'm saying, and the for music, sure, you know. But um, like the first person I told was my brother, and my brother was like, "You know what, bro? I believe you." And I think like a, a month or so later, like he he got baptized. Mm-hmm. And he said he came out the water speaking in tongues. And I was like, what? He was like, bro, I didn't even know what I was saying, bro. Like, I just came out the water, started talking. I was like, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> and uh, and my sister was, was like the next one. And she, she said she had a moment in, in college that she um, she never like was open about. But she started telling me about it where um, she was in this like worship room and she felt like sick. <coughs> and then people prayed over her. And then like. I guess the sickness just like fell away from her. She felt this like peace to be in the room. And like, she's just now sharing these things with me um, as she's seeing me getting more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, even my parents, 
are like super intrigued, like super interested about, you know, like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so like even, even their minds are like, you know what? Like I believe my son. Mm -hmm. Um, I see that in them. Um, Even though we may not like always say it out loud. Yeah. Like their actions are like speaking for it. And like, Honestly, for me, it's, like, super encouraging because, like, I pray for them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my little cousins, man. You know the Shelter Chosen? Yeah. Dude, my um, my little cousins, I they were they just seeing my walk, seeing what I post on social media. And then they're like, we want to know this Jesus, like, how you know him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm far away there in Youngstown. I'm in Canton. I can't always communicate, right? It's just a lot of phone calls. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Go watch this show, The Chosen. And, like... Weeks later, they're like, we want to give our lives to Christ. And I'm mm. like, bro. And so, like, it's it's just been moments like that um, that just, like, keep that fire, like, lit in me. Um, and it, it just, dude, it just, like, keeps growing. Like, it's crazy. Dad, I actually got a question for you. <clears throat> so, Tamika was talking about, <clears throat> you know, you basically using life, utilizing his social media platform a little bit, um, utilizing, like, <clears throat> I get TV shows, stuff like that. As far as, like, getting a message across and showing examples of God and just, like, being the light, <laughs> you kind of old. <laughs> stupid, man. Before, before social media. <laughs> How different do you think it is? Tamiko, you're going to see me lay hands on him. <laughs> and not the good way, you know. <laughs> Which kind? <laughs> I'll repent later. <laughs> Whack in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> but um how how different is it now even like with you guys as men bible study where you guys get on that zoom call and it's like mm-hmm. 20 to 30 of you guys on there how is it different now like ministering and and working in the community and and spreading god's message even because you got all these different things at your disposal like how is it how's it operating for you you know being someone that has not <laughs> so tech savvy or used to having so much technology well, it's contending with shows that draw people to it that's not biblical. And it's a challenge because people come confused mm-hmm. from what they may see on television and then what's written in the Word. Yeah. Now they, they're trying to say, okay, what should I believe? Mm-hmm. And then when you see people not living a life that's uh, in the boundaries of Scripture, um, that's confusion then. Mm-hmm. Um, the media, um, in John chapter 14, he talks about the, the greater things. He said, he said you know, you're going to do greater things than this. That's what Jesus told him. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that the greater things now is because they had to walk from point A to point B. And wherever they went, they took the gospel. Well, now we have the technology. We have social media. Mm-hmm. We have iPhones. I mean, more technology and one phone than they had in the space shuttle, you know, back in the day. And so it's how it's being used because it's, it's amoral. That means it's neither good nor bad, but it's right. how it's used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the social media, you can see all kind of crazy stuff that's on there, but you, it can be used for good also. Yeah. And so you have to keep it in the boundaries of Scripture and, and, and living your Christian life and use it as a tool for that because um, – I share like some of the stuff, whether it's martial arts, whether it's the gospel, whether it's some teaching from people that's in other states. Mm -hmm. And so it can be utilized that way. And I think uh, the more we use it now, see, 
like you said, I'm not that tech savvy. That's the you know to do the stuff that you do, but I can <laughs> mm-hmm. pick up a phone and text somebody and, and send a picture and video. You yeah, know, barely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I do it. Mm-hmm. So I, and I and I think um, bringing people from my age, my era, into the technology of today and utilizing, it. and you see more of it today. Yeah, but it has to be done. Uh, in the right way you know it's hard to <clears throat> is uh uh so you know i, I train i work in a training center so i get people that come from all walks of life or whatever yeah, yeah. so people will be talking about some mm, like they'll see like a rapper win an award and they'd be like oh thank you god and they'd be like oh that's a christian right and then yeah. <clears throat> they'd be like well if he's a christian and he believe in god and he talk a lot like this and he walk like this how come i can't do it and so <clears throat> I think that's why the Bible is so powerful because it can weed out and show the truth from the facade. You know what I mean? So clear. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's I don't know. I get, but I feel like it makes 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 it hard for us too because, like you said, you know, you start living a certain way, and then now you're like a square. Like, oh, why don't you do this no yeah. more? And so <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like that makes it hard. How, let me ask this: How how is it with you know your fellowship of Christian? Christian athletes, how do you find um, the athletes now? You know, because you see some are, are flamboyant. They see the guys on television pumping their chest and, you know, talking trash and, right. and and all that. And then, you know, they, they mention God after their game. And then they live in a lifestyle that's not in the boundaries of, of Christian living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you have you seen that on campus with the athletes coming in? For sure. I, I'm like I said before, like it's, a, it's definitely a variety. Um, and, and I think I take the perspective and I think Malone takes the perspective of like, Oh, that mean, we're, we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you came as you are. Um, and that's what that we can like, you know, like manipulate you or like, you know what I'm saying? Tell you what to think, mm-hmm. but like, so that we could teach you, and, like, hopefully, like, your heart can be soft enough and be open enough to, like, what the Bible got to say mm-hmm. um, about, you know, how you're going about your lifestyle, uh, decisions you make. Like, we just we just hoping for an openness. So, like, when it comes to the athletes, like, in general, um, I just always take the approach of, of, like, all right, let me just see where you at. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to <clears throat> know, like, why you live and how you live. Uh, right. I want to, like, get to know you. I want to, like, I want to be your friend for you. I want to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so, like, in, in the midst of that, um, I hope that you watching me, like, watch why I'm doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, like like you said earlier, like, it's just not a lot of, a lot of guys like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because of that, like, oh, this is corny, this is lame. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't know the joy and the freedom. They don't really, and they can't experience it unless they have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, and that kind of sounds offensive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, you got something I don't got. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like that. Like you mm-hmm. know. So I think it, they feel uh, like judged or mm-hmm. offended, and um, that's I be trying so hard to like fight that like persona. I'm like, I don't. It's not that. It ain't that. Yeah. Um. So that's why like I try to like be more inviting, um, mm-hmm. even if like whatever they're doing is like totally against like what yeah. I'm trying to stand for. Yeah. Uh, because hope I'm in hope of like you know. Jesus is going to transform that if they allow it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, so <clears throat> you had mentioned when we were setting everything up, you know, trying to set everything up. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you had mentioned that 
uh, almost like you're not supposed to really be here. Like, it's weird that you kind of here. Yeah. So why do you think God has brought you to this school? Like, what do you think your role is? And I, I know you may, like, sometimes we may not know or understand in the moment. Yeah. But if you have an understanding, why do you think God has you here in this place? Yeah, I definitely didn't know at first. <laughs> um, I was kind of, like, I had mixed feelings at first because uh, one of my, my pastor's wife kind of, like, set up the interview. So it was it was it was just kind of weird, mm-hmm. but um, and I had mixed feelings about Malone when I was a student. I didn't necessarily like enjoy my time here, mm-hmm. um, but w- over time, like being here, I first realized that like it was for my it was it was for me. Mm-hmm. Like like Jesus had to like grind up some like dirt in my heart. Like he had mm-hmm. to like make some soil like healthier so like that like seed could like really take deep roots. Mm-hmm. It was really for like me at first, mm-hmm. and then secondly. Um, it's, it's definitely so that like I could get more bolder in my faith about stewarding the gifts that he's given me. Mm-hmm. Like previous to Malone, like I wasn't necessarily like bold in my faith. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going out of my way to be, you know, like radically hospi- hospitable or like mm-hmm. ra- radically, you know, like preaching the word or like, you know, just ain't just going out of my way to, you know, spread, spread Jesus. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing those things um, because I just, I had a hard heart towards like, I felt like it was just for the gospel, was just for me. I ain't got to yeah. share it with nobody. Like, yeah, I was kind of like a private Christian, you could say. Gotcha. So I'm saying, oh, no, I, I get you. Um, do you, uh, dang, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, I got a question. <clears throat> okay, when you began, when you came here and you took over Fellowship of Christian Athlete, yeah, was it a small group and it grew, or is it continuously growing now? We actually just launched it this like semester. Like it, it wasn't on campus at all. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. it wasn't here at all. So like this is like you seeing it be reborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember my question now. You're welcome. You, have you you talked about like for the mo- it sounds like for the most part your family is kind of, was kind of accept, accepting of you know you moving into your faith and growing within. Your faith. Um, did you receive a lot of criticism from other people? Not necessarily here on campus, but yeah. did you receive a lot of criticism when it came to, you know, sharing your love for God? Because you said before, like, you was kind of, you know, closed off when you were mm-hmm. being more out, outgoing about your faith. Yeah, definitely. Especially when I got this job, man, because <laughs> the, the job was perceived as lame, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nobody would have been no RD. Like, we used to clown the RD when I was a student. Like, like, yeah. You lame boy. Like, you say stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. Who wants to be an RA? Like, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I got the job, my friends was like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you, you look silly. Like, you look dumb. And I'm just like, bro, I think God put me here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, vocalizing it. But it, I know it sounds strange to my homies. Because mm-hmm. I've never, like, really spoke like that. Like, I would, you know, they would see me, like, read my Bible or whatever, like, talk about God once in a while. But I was, like, just, like, standing on it. Yeah. And um, I know they haven't really heard me talk like that. So yeah. it was like, what you mean? You all of a sudden, like, doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've been doing it. I just wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. loud with it, I guess you could say. It's definitely, I think it's definitely hard to understand uh, for someone who's not, in the faith to understand because uh what's that script i know you know what that is like um people that i told you when we drop scripture he know the address yeah i i gotta pull it up on my phone um the people without spirit won't be able to understand the things 
you know. Yeah. Um, uh, First Corinthians chapter two. See, there it 14. is. Yeah, the man without the spirit <laughs> cannot understand the things of God. Yeah, see, right. I know what it's talking about. I know. <laughs> but um, I remember like my story of going into the training center. Uh, I was sitting in church um, where the training center is at, and the pastor was talking. I just at the time I just felt like it was just a voice of my conscience talking, yeah. and it was like, "This is gonna be your home." I'm like, man, an Alliance, Ohio. I'm currently living in Cuyahoga Falls, which is like an hour away. I was like, Alliance, Ohio, not going to be a home. And I heard it again, it's going to be my home. Mm. Right after that church service, um, I was talking to the pastor. And I was like, yeah, man, one day I'd love to be able to operate my own training center. Mm. And he was like, well, why don't you use the church? I was like, what you mean? We're going to move pews? Like, how are we going to do that? <laughs> and so he be uh, running around grandma. <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, he took me downstairs, and it was this huge, like, almost 3,000-square-foot basement. Whoa. And 17-foot ceilings, and you don't really see that in a basement. Yeah. But the only thing, it was, like, the floor was all, like, dirty. The paint was chipping off. It was a lot of work. But I saw that it could work. Mm. And so I went home, and I prayed, and it took me about a week. You know, I was praying and asking. I had always felt like after that moment, I felt like that was going to be it. Yeah. But um, the way that they taught me is, you know, you t- test every spirit because, you know, it's biblical Got to say that. Got test to. every spirit. And then so I was reading my Bible and I felt like God took me to like Isaiah. So I'm reading Isaiah. That week, our pastor preached from Isaiah. And then I was mm-hmm. watching just this online like pastor guy. and He was talking about Isaiah. And so I'm reading Isaiah and it was the, the verses that I was reading was talking about expanding and growing and trusting God in that. And mm-hmm. then. I went into James, and James was also having talking about having faith in God. Mm. And I was like, that's all the confirmation I need. And so I reached out to the pastor. He gave me a deal that was, like, incredible. Like, at the time, it was like, it was, I'd be kind of dumb to pass it up. Yeah. And I just remember uh, telling one of my friends this, and this guy is not in the faith at all. Um, but uh, he just kind of listened, but kind of looked at me sideways, like, yeah. God tell you to do that. That's just you know, but <laughs> it's just crazy and and that stuff. It be like that. Yeah, it really like, be yeah. like that. But that stuff was like at first I feel like a little discouraging for me because yeah. my most of my friend group you know aren't believers. Yeah, you know, I don't know how I got in that friend group, but lots of <laughs> a lot of them aren't believers. But it's that like, light man, they attracted to it. They just don't yeah. want to admit I, it. I, I don't know. They, they be calling me stuff like preacher kid. Yeah, they call stuff. me Pastor Meek all the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's definitely different, but it's interesting because that same friend that kind of looked at me sideways, we actually brought him on a podcast one time. Mm. And uh, honestly, I was kind of shocked because he was talking like he knew God, but we know he don't know God. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, for all our uh, fellow, for all our, our listeners that listen every week, I want you to try, if you can find them. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't go search your old episodes trying to pick. Then they gonna pick the wrong person. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's him. Yeah, yeah. like like hey. Nathan told David, "You the man." <laughs> yeah, they gonna pick, they gonna pick the wrong person. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> but now like every like every week or every so often, he sends me like these YouTube guys talking about Bible stuff, like yeah. digesting the Bible, and he's a big history buff, so. He was saying stuff like, oh, if God was real, why he create war? And, like, 
um, talking about the the crusades and all this stuff. But now he's sending me stuff as parent scripture to the reason why some of those things happen, mm-hmm. which is so crazy because this guy, like I said, is far off. And so, um, but it's just like in situations like that, we may not know. Like it says in John, we may not know like what God is doing. And but I just feel like it's on me and all my situations to kind of be the like just like how you're doing like yeah. you're in a place where all your friends was like oh what you doing here but yeah you're shining your light bro the seed is like like as you was talking like all i could think about was like the parable of the sower man and like his word really never returns void mm. and like even if you like you know like we may spit a seed out and like it may not be received because their heart was you know rocky or whatever Mm-hmm. But, like, the wind is going to blow or, like, that raven that picked it up and took it away, it's going to drop that seed somewhere because it can't keep carrying it. It's too heavy. Mm-hmm. Like they got to let it go. They don't, they don't eat seeds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they go, it's going to drop somewhere. It's going to, like, it's going to drop somewhere. Like, and, <clears throat> and so, like, my, like, I pray, I pray for my homies, you know what I'm saying, periodically. I can't say every night I'd be, I be capping. Mm-hmm. But, um <laughs> <laughs> But I do pray for them once in a while, and I'm like, I know if I just keep, if I do this thing, like, as intentionally as I can, like, even when I fail, and they're and they going to see the failures, mm-hmm. the, the, mess, the mess-ups, but they keep seeing me bounce back, man. My, my real-life hope is that, like, they just come, like, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I know they will because, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's, his words said it, man. Like, his words never return void. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know it's just, at this point, it's just on them. And um, I'm going to keep being that, you know, that loving kind person that mm-hmm. you feel me yeah see that reminds me so much of me when people sharing a gospel with me you know periodically um <clears throat> and i told the story before is when i was in japan mm. in the marine corps and a guy shared the gospel with me and he asked me um he said are you a christian and i said yes and he said well what makes you a christian and i couldn't answer mm-hmm. and on the way back from japan back to the United States, a guy was preaching in the middle of the media at the airport, and he was saying, give your life to Jesus and all that, and I'm thinking at that time, it's crazy. yeah, You know, but when I um, (laughs) I always tell people, my first Bible, I got, I took out of a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) What type of stuff? It's crazy how every hotel room got a Bible, though. Except except for one room now. Every place but that one room. Yeah. But that's their ministry to get the Bible. No. You know, they, they put them there for that. But no, okay. you know, I yeah. got that, and uh, the the word started getting into me. But then I remembered those two guys mm. when I got saved. I remembered them, and it's going to be count. I don't know if they're alive today. They don't know that I'm an elder in the church. They don't know that I, I do Bible studies. I talk to people about Christ. Uh, a minister and mentor and they don't know that but it's going to be counted unto them righteousness Man. and so when you're talking about that raven taking a seed yeah. flying and dropping it they didn't know mm-hmm. i think what gets hard about it is that sometimes when we're going through the journey yeah. and <clears throat> the raven picks up the seed yeah sometimes we get discouraged because the raven haven't dropped the seed right away like or we dropped it where you want them to drop it right yeah, yeah. so like <clears throat> So I, I, at least for me, like I used to get so frustrated talking to people. Sometimes they'd be like, "You just don't get it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. You just don't get it." But like, <clears throat> I had another friend. Like, um, I told him about like this dream that I had, and <clears throat> I was reading. And I felt like it was 
laid on my heart to kind of talk to him yeah. about it. And, you know, he knows kind of like my journey a little bit. And I was telling him, he's like, oh, yeah, you know what? God been blessing me, man, and all this other stuff. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. And then two seconds later, he's posting all kind of crazy stuff on social media yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. <clears throat> but I was getting so frustrated. I'm like, you just said, you know, but it didn't seem like he was getting it. But it's not for me to determine the time. Man. But now, like, he's starting to get into, like, studying his word a little bit. Yeah. And it's just, like, the little progressions that you see. And so <clears throat> that's one thing I had to, like, figure out. I was like, look, like, this journey isn't for me to decide, you know, it's right. that person and between that person and God. All Man. I can do is just be, you know, that vessel. Do you guys think, you know, you, you guys are athletes, right? Yeah. Because I, I often think, even with all of my accomplishment, had I been following Christ there, had, had I been uh, studying his word, could I have gone f- even further? Based on that, because I figured if I knew more and if I studied more and if I uh, act upon God's will more at that time, he probably would have took me more places that I can plant seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, do you guys ever think that? Man, crazy you even say that because like I used to think like in high school, I was like, man, I'm gonna go to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up poor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm gonna I'm get my family out the hood. I'm gonna do this if I go to the NFL. I'm like God. If you get, if you send me to the NFL, God, like <laughs> I'm gonna use my platform and I'm gonna spread your word. <laughs> and like <laughs> that was like the 17 year old me, right? And like thinking back on it, I'm like, man, if I would have like, I, I blame it on not you know having like a mentor, mm-hmm. but like really for real, for real, like it was really just submission. And I just didn't understand it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I would have, like, really submitted um, to Jesus in, in, at that time, man, like, I, I can look back and say, oh, I wouldn't have, like, got into, like, the party life. I would have mm-hmm. never got into, you know, the, the smoking. Um, I would never got into the drinking. I would have never done those things. So I would have been bored. And I would have probably just focused on, you know, like, my athletics, I probably would have used that extra time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not saying that, like, guys don't. They probably, like, balance both. You know, there's people out there probably balance that. I don't, I don't know how they do it, but, like, yeah, they can do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't that gifted to do that. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I if I would have, um, I would have focused my time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows where it would have went. And I would have, I probably would have seen it. Instead of seeing it as, like, I'm going to use my platform to spread the gospel, like, it would have probably been, like, the opposite, like, Oh, I'm spreading this the whole time. Like whether mm-hmm. I make it or not, like this is mm-hmm. this is the light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's how that's how I look at it now. For real, for real. What about you, D? I feel the same way. I feel like you know God is only going to give you the things. He's not going to give you a lot if you can't handle the little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I feel like if I was put on that that platform, I don't I don't know how my journey <clears throat> with Christ would be. Yeah. You know, because <clears throat> I don't know, because even like because, you know, we know we talked about it on the podcast, you know, throughout like the progression of the gym, when the gym started getting little success, I had to give myself heart checks to make sure I'm still on the same track. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> and that's just little success. Imagine going from a college athlete not making any money to signing an NFL contract at whatever dollar amount it is. Mm-hmm. Like the league minimum is what, 320000 or something? Three, 350000 It might be more now. <clears throat> yeah, that's a <clears throat> lot of money to me, especially when you don't have a lot, no money at all. So I don't know how it take, took that process. But I do think now God is, God is using 
football and my athletic past to kind of fuel my ministry because mm-hmm. I had success playing sports and I've also had failures but <clears throat> it also makes me relatable to a lot of the student athletes that yeah. I work with now yeah. and so <clears throat> without having those stories like oh going to the NFL like going to the NFL yeah that could be a great story for some people but it's also unfortunately not the reality for a lot of people that come to the gym and so a lot, some people there's a majority a lot of kids that come in the gym who want to train to be the best they can in high school or college but they have no thought process on going to the pros. <clears throat> and so I feel like I can reach them differently because of my past. I didn't go pro. I tried. You know, it didn't work out for me. Injuries or whatever the case, not fast enough, tall enough, big enough. <clears throat> but I can relate to those type of athletes. Those guys that's in the league, you know, they can relate to the people that they relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like with me, it's just my path is just different. And so I think. I, I was. I think that's just my journey. Well, you know, I, I asked that question because I think back, <clears throat> you know, from being a United States karate team member, you know, representing the country and you know around the world, and Billy Billy Blanks were teammates, and see what he did with with his athletics in the Taibo. It sold over, you know, so many million copies, and he's a millionaire. And I was like thinking back on that. Had I, you know, took another path, could I have done that? But I don't think I would have been able to handle it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and guys, when we talk about God's providence, you know, God allows certain things and he causes some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he allowed me to go that path because I wasn't mature enough at that time yeah. to understand that uh, he gives us the ability to create wealth yeah. and how to save and how to do it biblically. At that time, I don't think I would have been able. Well, I know I wouldn't have been able to handle it. You know, just that's just like when he allowed Paul to see the third heaven. Mm. Then he gave a thorn in Paul's side. And Paul said, you know, you know, take this from me. He said, you know, he asked him three times and he said, my grace is sufficient. Why? Because he didn't want Paul to get the big head. And I think and I was just thinking about this the other day. That's why I asked you guys that I think in God's uh, providence. He didn't allow me to do that because I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Right. And I would not be here in, in this at Malone University. <laughs> and I would not be an elder. And I would not be studying the word and sharing yeah. the word like that. So, and, and those are the type of things we give God the adoration and we thank him for. Right. And so if, if you can recognize that and then understand it and see it when somebody else comes behind you, that's a blessing. Huge <laughs> blessing. Like, even as you was talking, like, I was just thinking about, like, my journey. And, and like, like, his providence is so real and it's so cold because, like, like I said, I, I left, like, Malone twice, man. Like, I transferred um, halfway through my junior year. Um, and I I came back again because of opportunity to play ball. Mm-hmm. And they canceled the football program. And then I left. Then I left again. I was like, I want to play football. And like, I was like, like Lord, let's let me play ball. Like, yeah. I can really do this, and I can go pro. Um, if I just get one good season, like, I know I can get an opportunity. Like, you know, so I'm 6'4". I was 210 at the time. I'm running like a 4'5". Like, I can do this. And then I get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, partial MCL, LCL tear. Um, and I'm like, dang. And, and it was like a hard season of like, Lord, why are you not, like, Mm-hmm. allowing this to happen 
And then he brought me back here again. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, they got up back. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it about Malone that you keep bringing me back to this place? Like, why do you keep bringing me back here, man? I'm just, and for the first, the, the, my first years in RD, I kept hearing it over and over again. Like, I was like, I have to change your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to change your heart. Like, we, we have to get to, it's like, I'm calling you somewhere. And you, I can't give it to you yet. But I'm mm-hmm. calling you somewhere, and you have to cultivate this. It has to be a lifestyle. So when you leave, it's the same thing. It's not, you're gonna take it with you, mm-hmm. but you have to cultivate it here. And I'm like, why do I gotta cultivate it here though? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> but you, you know that. Think about it. You in good company because yeah, I am. When I am. When, when when Jesus right. When he was going through, you know, in the garden of Gethsemane, he's like, Lord, Father, take this cup away from me, but it be thou, thy will, thy will be done. That's the hardest part to say. And he, (laughs) you know, it is because we can pray all day, but unless it's in his will, man, you know, that's another tough one sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so, but it's funny that you don't realize it. Until you look back on it, yeah, he goes. You go through some stuff, and you was like, ah, that's what you were doing, yeah, you know. And some that's why it says, wait on the Lord. Man, I think it's so beautiful, man. Like sometimes I put me to tears. I'd be like, dang, you really carry me. <laughs> just, just think about this. D took a leap of faith, and he did an internship. Yeah. From that internship. He developed a relationship with someone at Mount Union. He visited Mount Union's church. I mean, he visited the friend's church. He gets his training facility. I think your story a little backwards. Well, <laughs> your timeline a little. Off. Well, I ain't going through everything, but I'm just no, saying. Okay, I got you. I'm gonna stop trolling from Go the ahead. from the uh, training center. Somebody goes there, train there, that goes here. Man. And from that, we're sitting here right now. at Malone. <clears throat> I always tell D that everybody is a doorway to somebody else. And you never know where God leads you. Mm. And we don't know what's going to come out of this. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, even like, because, <clears throat> you know, you've been That's working fine. on s- telling your story yeah. here at the Malone campus. And <clears throat> our podcast, it goes all over the place. So you never know who picks you up and be like, look, we need this guy to be a part of this ministry for us or yeah. whatever, which is crazy. It's crazy to think about. Bro, it's like the 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 social media then like, like we so connected. Mm-hmm. Like I know it has its like cons, but like, like you, you said it earlier at the beginning, man, like if we like use it in the boundaries of the scriptures, like I, I like how you say that, man, the boundaries of the scriptures, because it's it's real easy to get outside of the boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like if we if we use it like that in that lens, like bro, like yeah, like we he is right. We will do greater works. Mm-hmm. Because like he's given us the ability. Like he's literally planted himself inside of us to do it. And like man, like I I I felt, when you said that I was like, ooh, like it really hit me hard and I was like, man, that's mm-hmm. that's really it, man. Mm-hmm. And so who knows, man. So uh what we usually do towards the end, we do, like, takeaways. So okay. <clears throat> if someone, because you know how, like, I'm the type of person, if someone give me a book 
and he asked me to read the book and tell him about it, I'm just going to go to the last chapter and read it. So like, <laughs> <laughs> the conclusion was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, what we do is like if someone fast forward through this episode and want to listen to the very end to kind of get an idea of what we talked about, yeah. this is what the conclusion is for. So <clears throat> my conclusion for this, uh, my takeaway is what we call it. Uh, my takeaway for this episode is that um, <clears throat> no matter where you're at, whatever walk of life you're in, whatever stage or whatever, whatever you're at, um, always let your light shine. Always don't be afraid to put God in the forefront and not to be afraid to uh, let people know that you're a child of God. And let, not also not to, let, not to be afraid to let people know what you're doing, too, because you never know if, who may be able to help you in your walk of life, Man. your relationship with God and all this other stuff. So that's my takeaway for the episode. My takeaway. No, you go last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you want to. I, I don't. I don't got no preference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was. He jumped the guns. So I was like, "Hey, he, he got it." You know what I'm away for pop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah, man. My takeaway is um, um, every opportunity is an opportunity to uh, to be the gospel. Mm-hmm. Every opportunity is an opportunity to spread the gospel, um, and to do it like we're brothers and sisters in Christ well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And have fun and, and rejoice in, in what he already did. That's, that, that's my takeaway, man. I, I have fun, man. I, I appreciate you, um, bringing all this equipment. <laughs> I appreciate you having me on, on the show. I, I really feel, uh, I feel privileged to be, to be right here uh, next to y'all. Um, and I'm, I'm like thankful. So cool, yeah. yeah. It, took, it took us a minute to get everything all set. Yeah. <laughs> so we appreciative of you. <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. Well, my my takeaway is is be that new person in Christ mm-hmm. and be open because when you when you open, He can fill you with something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know that D, He was a person that didn't talk a lot, mm-hmm. that reached out to people. And now he running his own training facility, and that opened up the door for us to be here. That's nothing but God, and and He has something for us. And there's something that I, I believe that's going to be great. It, it may be challenging, but it's something greater come out of it. So uh, just open yourself up and allow Him to use you. Yeah, he he not lying. Like I didn't talk. <laughs> like, yeah. If we met, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" That's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, God flipped a crazy switch. I literally didn't talk. <laughs> People thought I was mute. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, we appreciate you coming on to this yeah. episode. Uh, and yeah, opening man, up the doors to Malone for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's dark outside too. It, <laughs> it is dark. It is dark, man. Uh, but uh, let let people know how they can contact you if they want. If they got any questions, or if you want to, if you're comfortable putting your social media out. There oh, for and, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Meeks Peace, man. M e e k s p e a c e ten. Uh, you can follow me on my TikTok, man. It's it's Meeks World Ten. Um, I'm, I'm a resident director at Malone University. Uh, I, I got an email, man. You need some prayer. More than happy to pray for you, man. T, T wholeness at Malone.edu, man. Like, you can email that and get some prayer, man. I, no problem at all. His last name is wholeness, not Holmes. 
<laughs> Correction. <laughs> and, and also, hey, reach out to us uh, if you need prayer. Uh, if you, you want to comment on the, the episode, if you want to give us some suggestions, you can hit our text line at 330-366-2636. And if you need prayer, you, you have a challenge with something, you have a question about something, go ahead, text it to it. Don't call us. Cause we're not going to answer that, answer <laughs> but <call>. text, them, <laughs> you know, yeah. <clears throat> uh, real quick before we, you know, hit the button and go, um, <laughs> our sponsor. Oh yeah. That right. <laughs> I was talking about the fact that we had a few people submit some things to the text line, which is pretty dope. Um, actually I'll read one of them. Yeah. Okay, I'll read one of them. So one person said, uh, Oh wait, here we go. This one's a little bit shorter. So, uh, great subject on the podcast, Ambassador for God. I had a question myself. Review myself and my ambassador for God. I have not always spoken for God. <clears throat> um, there have been times of hesitancy as well as times of presence. I thank God for giving me more opportunities to represent him and share his glory. So it's kind of similar to what we talked about, you know. Kinda. Yeah, that's great. Hey, yeah. we we might have a drawing for it. We might have a prize for people that text Text them on a text line. We have D send you something. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I, need, I need to go say that. I was about to say, no, we don't. <laughs> we might do that. You know, if you send in a text, we might put your name in for a drawing, and we got the new Goffidence t shirts. Yeah. Yeah, we got a pair. Of They're going to be in the store. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, is merch coming? It's merch? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, this is one of That's the merch? Okay, type me yeah. in. That's, that's, the, that's, the old, that's the old merch. merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. There's a there's an age limit to that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see what they do? He, he do the test stuff. He mess it up. He give it to me. Oh, okay, okay. And then after I wear it you a couple of times, yeah, I wear it. I realize. Man, this stuff is all crooked. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be crooked. These stitches missing. Logos be upside down. But like, here, now we got a shirt for you. Yeah. He'd be geeked about it. <laughs> but you can, you can, you can get the bling, the the merch. You can get it online on our website. You can get it at Blended in Canton, uh, Belden Village, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, real quick, uh, we want to thank. Red Barn uh, Home Furnishing for sponsoring the episode. You can catch them at Red underscore Barn underscore Furnishing on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So make sure you check them out. But until next time. Boom. <laughs> Story time with Wait, me. Hold on. I hit all the wrong buttons. <laughs> Hey, listen, look, if look, y'all we're been, looking for a producer. Yeah. <laughs> right before the episode, my dad was like, make sure you get those buttons right. Oh my How many of you didn't record it, bro? <laughs> He's done that. He's done that. Funny. Yeah. We went, we went 30 minutes. <laughs> didn't even know. Uh, you see how it's like ticking right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All zeros. <laughs> but all right, here, we got right. <laughs> well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into the No Negations podcast. If this is your first time with us, we'd love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can submit or subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show note transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible study. 
Also, if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or what you would like us to discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel, and you can support us financially by ordering any of our notifications apparel or by looking for that donate button and donating. This helps us reach our monthly goals of uh, reaching more people, buying new equipment, and provide good content. If you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel directly at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to Macy, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click that bell to subscribe, like, and share. We'll love to have you join our growing community. So, until next time, remember to seek God first and never give up. Deuces.